0: Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Spark Your Vision, where we invite business leaders across various industries to share with us their experience and their insights on trending topics that's currently shaping the business world. So before we begin, let me introduce the team. Uh, My name is Chen. I will be the host for today. Alongside with me, we have two talented co-hosts, Alice and Wendy. Without further ado, uh, let me introduce our guest today. Uh, We have a special guest today, definitely. Uh, Andrew Huang, uh, CEO of Six Star Machinery Industry. Six Star is one of the top gear manufacturers in the world with a focus on precision gears and gearboxes. And the company offers solutions for a wide range of industries, including machine tools, aerospace, robotics, transportation, and industrial machines. Andrew uh, please introduce yourself and, you know, briefly an elevator speech of what your company does.
1: Yeah, thank you, Chen. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is uh, Andrew. It's uh, so pleasure to uh, join today's show. Uh, I'm from 6 Star machinery company. We're located in uh, Taichung and Changhua. And just like Chen say, we provide very high-quality customized gearbox solution to the global customer. Our company founded uh, in uh, 1975. We have like 48 years of uh, gear manufacturing experience. Uh, now we are uh, one of the top gear manufacturers in Taiwan. So, you know, our gear has been widely used from the underground, you know, like uh, all your dream machines, on the road, like your car, and even to the air. A very
0: critical component of the product, actually. Yeah. Before I start the show, I always like to discuss some of the non-business side, right? And you know, when I was looking at your profile, I mean, definitely very diverse. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use you know a couple of keywords to you know describe you, right? Engineer, business management, fashion trendsetter, Mm -hmm. right? Industrial influencer, as well as author. Mm -hmm. Does that sort of wrap up? closely to describing you with some of the main keywords?
1: I think, uh, yeah, you know me very well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I think your diverse background plays an interesting role in the succession process, you know, because you, as a second-generation business leader, you know, what type of role does that play, you know, with your diversity and background? And furthermore, how does that help in
1: terms of the future success of Six Star? It did help me a lot. Our family business is about machinery. When I applied at college, you know, only one department I can apply that is <laughs> that is mechanical. So I have the very solid mechanical background. But when I applied a master's degree, I thought what I learned in the in the college might not be useful in the next 10 years. And, you know, as the second generation, we need to, in the future, we need to run a business. Yeah. So I thought we need something more than mechanical. So at that time, I tried to have more diverse background. Okay. 15 years ago, when my father assigned me to uh, one of our China factory, that factory is about later products, not about mechanical. Yeah, And I need to manage that factory. So I think if I don't have that diverse background, I won't be able to run. So to run a different factory, you need diverse background. And even now, we we talk about uh, like digital transformation. Yeah. Ten years ago, you never learned this in uh, in even top school like I, I joined the Taiwan University MBA degree. That gave, me the, that gave me a lot of different thinking and yep. the business training. That diverse background really helped me to understand what digital transformation means for our business.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. I think with the technical background, with the non-technical business background, I think that is, yeah, I think your dad was very smart in uh, giving you that opportunity to yeah. test your uh, diverse background in yeah. that leather factory experience, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's very good. Very good. So I understand you're a you know the founding member slash president of the G2 Machinery Organization Association, yeah. which is, I believe the largest association for second generation of this kind here in Taiwan. Is that like yeah. right? Okay. No, no, that's awesome. And as a successful second generation business leader yourself, you know, usually we like to say, you know, what are some of the recommendations you like to give, right? What I want to take is the other side of it. You know, what is one thing maybe you would recommend, you know, the second generation business leaders, which I'm pretty sure there's a lot here in Taiwan, what they should watch out for and maybe what they shouldn't do mm-hmm. when they are beginning that succession process.
1: Yeah, you asked me a very interesting question. So, <laughs> what not to do, right? I think I would suggest the uh, second generation uh, not to think you are the successor of your family business. I, I ever read the uh, L'Oreal's founder, uh, and you ever say, you know, even you are a general son, it doesn't mean you will be the general. Yeah. There's uh, many kind of different model you can transfer or success your business. For example, you can transfer to second generation, but you can also transfer to some unrelated professional Professional managers. managers. So there are several ways. The second generation, when you plan to go back to your family business, first, you need to stay humble. You need to learn everything about your family business. Uh, Secondly, I think you need to think what you can add value for your family business. If you cannot, I will suggest even you should hire someone you know even better than you to run your company you, you can just stay on board and you don't really need to run by yourself so anyway in the end we all hope our business can keep growing yeah. and be sustainable so yeah. I
0: think sometimes it's better to be truthful and you know have someone else do it right if yes. someone else can do a better job yes right? right that's the purpose of all or any business is to sustain yeah. and uh, adapt and uh, thrive you know moving forward speaking of Sustainability. I mean, uh, Six Star, I mean, transformation has to some extent been the norm, right? Yep. Over the years, the company has consistently been transforming since the foundation yep. of 1975 with the initial focus on gear wheels, and then the next, the following 10 years, focusing in on the vertical transformation, and then the the later 10 years, focusing in or even entering the U.S. market, and even the recent transformation, which is to really enter the aerospace industry. So change, like I said, has been readily accepted in Six Star. However, I mean, these past three years, uh, we have experienced pandemic, which honestly, is a black swan. No one really expected it. So how did the pandemic affect Six Star?
1: Okay, I think, uh, of course, uh, past three years impact everyone. What we did in the past three years, we tried to build a, uh, we call a supply chain uh, resilience. Uh, First, we tried to lower risk of our own supply chain. That's important because if you only have one resource from like China and they cannot ship out, then your whole factory might stop. So, yeah. so that time we analyze all our suppliers. We make sure we have more than one supplier for every critical, you know, materials, and we make sure we can get from different location, maybe from U.S. Uh, from Taiwan, from China, other country. That's an important thing because that make sure we can keep delivering our gears to our customer. And the second thing for the supply chain resilience, we also try to uh, build up the, our supply resilience for our customer. So now we are not only have a factory in Taiwan or China, we also expanding to another country. We want to make sure we have a, a you know, very safe supply chain for our customer and also our customer will feel very safe to work with Six Star. I think that's uh, what we did in the past three years. No, that's very,
0: very, very good. I mean, from an internal perspective, you guys were able to sort of reevaluate, you know, and make sure that there are, you know, backups and other options if if something does happen. And so, and also from an external perspective, from a manufacturing perspective, you guys are also diversifying in various locations, you know, so that you don't have these geopolitical... uh, uh, factors come in play. That's that's wonderful, especially during pandemic. I think it's sort of helped push that. I know that uh, the next ten years is coming up again, right? I don't know. Maybe give us a sneak, sneak peek. What's the next uh, transformation oh, yeah. for the next ten years at yeah. Six Star?
1: Yeah, Thai Fly. So next ten year, actually, we are doing now and for next ten years. So I think it's three things. Uh, first is about uh, digital transformation. Okay, and uh, second is about ESG. But we may we might talk later and. Yeah. Uh, the third thing is about uh, our group uh, diversification. Yeah. Okay. We now start a digital transformation inside our factory. So for example, we, we upgrade our machines. So we install a DNG machine. Those machines, they have a digital signal, digital control, digital monitoring. So we start from single machine, then we try to connect. We call it IoT Connect, all okay. machines. You could send back signal to our measurement machine. That measurement machine will feedback correction data to the machining machine so they could communicate each other. Wow, another.
0: it's like becoming smart. Yeah. yeah.
1: Last day, we are developing the advanced planning system. We call it APS system. So yep. The system could automatically to arrange the you know, work for every machine. So Okay, yeah. okay, yeah.
0: so it's digital transformation yeah. internally.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. In the past 40, 50 years, our family business is more about a B2B business, OE and ODM business. But now we are starting a new uh, later product company uh, with our own brand. Uh, this new company is called uh, Stellaforza. They will customize our product for our customers. So we want our customer could be very closely connect with us. So we call C2N. Your customer directly connect to your manufacturer. They could be very closely work with us. We are now trying to do this uh, branding thing. Maybe something about ESG we call a sustainable fashion or we call slow fashion. That means we don't over design thing and we even design one bag with 10 types. So you can just buy one, and you can get ten types of bag. That's a that's a new thing we are now doing. So it sounds like I mean
0: the pandemic has accelerated the digital transformation process at Six Stars from the internal perspective of upgrading your the product development process as well as the supply chain analysis and diversifying, you know, the risk and all that stuff. I think that's that's great. I think, you know, digital transformation, these past three years, a lot of companies are forced to mm. really reconsider this topic. Yeah. But however, I mean many are forced to do it, but you actually went a step further and actually wrote a book about it. So which mm-hmm. is something that I would like to sort of understand the reasoning behind that and maybe share with the audience, you know, the purpose of the book itself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, for this book, uh, Resilience, it's about G2, you know, the, the group I co-found up. This group was founded in 2009, so it's been 15 years. And in the past 15 years, we tried to learn a lot of things together, for like business succession. In the recent year, we try to learn the digital transformation. We always try to learn a lot of things together. I just think I want to write a book it's about something that the second generation in Taiwan, they should also know this, or we can share those with other, just uh, not only G2 group, or G2 friends. So I write this book with the two uh, Taiwan university uh, business school professor, and we think the best concept to, to cover all of this is called uh, resilience. So only business, they can continuous build uh, resilience, and you can be sustainable that's why we we rewrite this book and it's a very honor because last year we win the golden book prize oh wow uh, in in Taiwan, very good award that's it okay
0: yeah Uh, yeah uh, so you know through this book hopefully maybe the readers of the book or the second generations can maybe learn as well as maybe be more successful and maybe not go through some of the uh, obstacles and challenges uh, maybe you have gone through as we all know, like you mentioned before, I mean, ESG is one of the hottest topics in business right now. Yep. And we like to usually go start this session uh, with some trends and statistics to share with our audience. So, Alice?
1: Yeah, one of the central
0: thing of ESG is reducing carbon emission, which is also another way of reducing waste for traditional manufacturing. So a small manufacturing platform named Troy-based Plex system has found that among global manufacturers, about 24% has implemented the a smart manufacturing initiative, and another 22% has on the pilot stage. So we would like to know how has Six Star successfully accomplished this, and do you have any goals that you're aiming in the near future?
1: I would say we are still learning for this new uh, challenge, ESG. So first thing we did is we have some Internal training in, inside of company. We also learn from outside, like uh, K P N G. We learn what is E S G. Second thing, we start in E S G from reduce the waste immediately inside of factory. This also combine our concept the uh, lean production. Lean production also ask the factory increasing your efficiency and uh, not to waste your resource. So we need to combine ESG with the lean production concepts. So, and then third thing is we upgrade our machines. Uh, for example, we recently uh, installed a DNG machine so you can see every hour how many you know carbon emissions. Our plan is, of course, we were upgrading all our machines so we can know every machine inside our factory. Once we know we can try to improve that. All of this is what we're doing right now. Let's say instead now we recycle. In, in our gear factory, actually we recycle all waste about our oil. Our supply always recycle the oil. So actually in our gear factory, I can say we have very few uh, waste. Okay. So that's what we are doing right now.
0: As for the social aspect of ESG. According to a survey made by Supply Chain Management Review, 61% of procurement leaders suggest that social issues would be a critical part of their strategy in the next two to three years. And it looks like Six Star invests a great deal in local university provides to students to facilitate their education process. So my question is, what's the mission behind this? And could you share a specific Example with us.
1: Sure, I just give you two examples, I think first, Six Star has uh, actually we have started cooperation with the local university even in twenty five years ago. So one of our in very important plan manager, you know, actually twenty five years ago he was an intern in Six Star, but now he become our very top plan manager. You know, now we work more with uh, local university, and actually now we call this poor education. Uh, you, you produce what your customer need. So now we call this poor education. It means that the university always discuss with us, say, what kind of uh, student, or what attitude, or what kind of criteria you need. And then the school will adjust the program. When they intern in our company in six-star, or even they back to school for learning, after four years, they actually have been very well prepared. Some of them, even after graduation, become our small leader in the, in the company. Actually, we cooperate with more than 10 local universities. And for training program, they will have like a six to seven different programs to cooperate. So that makes sure we always have uh, talents in uh, in inside our company.
0: Working with schools as well as... Building them, you know, training them internally, and then furthermore continuing their career within yes. uh, Six Stars. I think that's that's definitely a very important aspect of ESG, especially the social aspect. Going back to the company itself, I mean, in Taiwan there is a phrase. Uh, you know, what we usually call it, you know, invisible champion, right? Or Xing guanjun. Yes. Uh, and I think Business Weekly actually gave it a more formal name, which is enterprise, uh, backbone enterprises. Uh, and in fact, they also gave it a uh, a set criteria. Yeah, I think there were three specific criteria that a business must meet to be considered to be, you know, sort of the backbone inter- uh, enterprises. The first one is, you know, you have to be a top three in a specific market. Second, uh, your current revenue does not exceed uh, five billion dollars in uh, EU uh, in euro, and then of course your brand recognition right now it's still bubbling, not not as well known yet. So it's that's why it's, you know there's that invisible aspect yeah. of it. I understand. You know, Six Star is it fits those three categories, right? Those three criteria. So you guys are actually one of the backbone enterprises here in Taiwan. Can you share with us what are some of the key advantages to Six Stars and how does the company itself sustain its leadership in the industry itself? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Chen. Well, we we were really the one of a backbone, say, gear company in Taiwan. Yeah. But we might not be the champion, but yeah, but we, we try <laughs> to do our do, do very best. So I think four thing uh, for advantage of our, our company, Six Stars. So, First is that uh, we always do customize. We do customize gear and gearbox. In our company, we don't have any standard product. The second thing is that we provide a total solution, or we say one-stop shop for our customers. So a uh, whole process, whole gear process is inside our factory. A customer knows we can control every process and uh, control the quality. Third thing is we always in search uh, of uh, excellent quality. So uh, maybe, like you know, we have an aerospace standard. And uh, now we're also preparing TS-16949 standards to make sure we provide customers a very high quality. And that thing is we have more than 45 years reputation, almost 50 years.
0: Okay, okay. In addition to being the backbone enterprise, you know, in business, we often hear a a phrase, uh, blue ocean, which essentially means business uh, in a big market that's profitable. However, most of the times, these markets are very, very competitive and extremely challenging for a lot of the businesses, especially Taiwanese businesses, to succeed mm. in the long run. So how does Six Star navigate in these waters and furthermore ultimately achieve sustainable success?
1: I think Blue Ocean or even Red Ocean is still ocean. That means a lot of uh, <laughs> players will, will try to... Uh, Go to that market. So most of our Taiwan company like a six star, we are more like a blue lake strategy or blue lake market. Uh, what is blue lake? Blue lake means the even smaller size but very niche market. A lot of Taiwanese company are you know in that that kind of market. So that kind of market size, that will not attract big players to join. So you can dominate that market and Mm. be the best supplier in in that market. So, for example, for our company, we are the best uh, palm gear supplier, even in the world. But only one is not enough. Usually, you need to navigate more lakes. So then you collect more diverse market for your company.
0: So just like in nature, where a lot of the lakes ultimately funnels into the ocean itself. Yeah. So with Six Stars... Through the accumulation of these different yes. lakes, ultimately it is potentially hopefully as big as just an ocean itself. So yeah, yeah, yeah that right, is right. you don't know, don't go to the ocean. <laughs> don't go stay in the lake. <laughs> stay in the lake. It's much safer, right? There's uh <laughs> yeah, kind of. yeah, no sharks and everything. Okay. Yep. I understand. I mean, one of the reasons why we're having this show is also, you know, to showcase some highlights on the upcoming Timtoes event. And the event itself is just around the corner, actually. It's yep. uh, in March. So can you maybe give us or give the audience a sneak peek of what can they expect and see,
1: especially if, you know in terms of Six Stars technology and product showcase? I think I want to share two things uh, for the audience. First, our product main product is about gears, so we hope our customer they could come to our booth just like a one stop shop. They can find the gear solution they need. Even more now is ESG coming, so we develop more, we call that green product, green gear for customer. That is uh, with a much higher efficiency for our customers. So uh, for example, the Pound product, usually their efficiency were, were like 60-70% but now our gears can reach like 96% efficiency. Oh, so wow. that efficient. will help customer save the energy, save the waste. Second thing, try to digitalize our machine. So uh, our new IC forming machine, There used to be the manual, you know, operation machine, but now we transfer them to the digital control machine and uh, also user-friendly window operation system. So our user, they can easily to get starved to learn this machine. So that's the two things we want to share with our
0: customers. Well, no, thanks right. for sharing. You know, it's definitely a sneak peek. And, you know, this year, 2023, is a special year for events, right? Essentially, the borders are opening up. The Taiwan government has relaxed on the quarantine policies. Is there maybe a short invitation or shout-out you would like to give to welcome these international buyers
1: to your booth this year? Global Customers. If you want to find a uh, high-quality customized gear solution, welcome to visit Six Star. Uh, our booth is located in the uh, Nangang Exhibition uh, Center, Hall 1. And uh, our booth number is N1002. Uh, we're in the fourth floor. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes, definitely. Don't miss Six Star's booth at this year's Tim Toast, uh 2023. I usually like to conclude the show sort of on a softer end. Yep. One of your life models uh, is building resilience, which I think is awesome because especially with all the news about the uncertainties and Mm. in 2023, as well as, you know, the pandemics that we've just gone through, what are three advices you would give to businesses, not only just in Taiwan, but around the world and, you know, to help them build resilience in the new
1: normal? You know, it's still about uh, our new book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But we talk about resilience, uh, six-fourths. Yeah. So today I want to suggest three-fourths to to everyone. Uh, First, you need to stay aware of risk. There's still a lot of uh, uncertainty and the risk will happen in uh, 2023. Make sure you know the risk. Second advice, well, you need to stay connected. The uh, world is changing, industries industry is changing, even industry boundaries are changing. So you need to stay connected with some more different people, different industries, and you can respond faster. That's the second thing. And last, the thing I would suggest, you stay innovative. Even now, it's, the economic situation is not good. Uh, you still need to keep creating new products, try to find new market. And even think a new business, just like uh, what I mentioned about the uh, diversification. So that's what I suggest for everyone. Yeah.
0: Awesome, uh, Andrew. Appreciate all the insights and yeah. experience sharing for today. Uh, and once again, thanks for your time and coming on the show. Um, anyway, so that's all for today's show. And thanks for you know all the o- audience out there listening. And also make sure to subscribe to the podcast channel. And, you know, for more trending insights from business leaders around the world. And so also do leave your comments and feedbacks if you would like, you know, like our show and then, you know, give us five star ratings and so forth. So uh, (laughs) you can always follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and uh, the latest episodes. Thank you all. I see you all again. Bye bye. Thank you.
1: Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye bye.